Hello and good day everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Magic the Final Frontier. On this podcast we talk all about the Frontier format and sometimes Standard Plus. Keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Frontier. My name is Ryan Schwenk. I am the cardboard samurai out of Yokohama, Japan. <sighs> so much change up, yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to your old introduction. So what? Yeah, everybody everybody yeah. knows Tokyo and I don't know if everybody knows Yokohama, so So we're talking Frontier again today and we're just talking a little bit of fun. So the topic the title you kinda of gave me here is a bit of a story time of talking about what are just some of the most out there, what are the, some of the most biggest, explosive, powerful, fun, disappointing, whatever. The big plays in Frontier. Like what are the the big moments yeah, in every format? Every format has like these just wild plays. It's like why play Legacy because you can do this, or why play Modern because you can do this. So you know, I think Frontier also kind of has some of those, like like you said, powerful or broken or you know really, really satisfying plays, and and it's just something a little bit different maybe that you can get from the other formats. You know, you slam this card on the table, it feels like the whole table shakes. You know, it's uh, suddenly like, the game is yeah. about this and nothing else. And you could do that in Frontier? I did not know. And I lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully mine aren't too mainstream. You know, I was thinking a lot about, like, hey, what is the most broken thing that X popular deck does? So maybe I'm not thinking about, like, oh, man, if you're playing Elves and you tap a million and then you play this Paradox Engine and you can do whatever crazy thing. Mine are a little bit more mainstream. We'll see if you have the yeah. same kind of way. Yeah, and then that, that's kind of, I'm like, I, I'm not really my stories aren't really about uh winning the game straight out but just like doing a really powerful thing on that that turn or doing something that just you know shakes the game up all right and before we start i do want to just make a little disclaimer Uh, a lot of people are watching the modern spoilers right now the modern horizons modern horizons is not legal in frontier don't be uh trying to do any of that fun yeah no they just spoiled shenanigans and there's no (laughs) shenanigans in frontier this is a shenanigans-free format since 2019. Yes. Huh. All right, so okay. I'm going to... Maybe should I kick us off? Yeah, let's hear your first choice of uh, uh, one of the best plays in Frontier. Yeah, and I don't know if we're doing this as, like, this is my number one we're going to rank down, but definitely one that I think people need to think of and everyone has to think of is, you know, it's the only format where you can play Dig Through Time as a four of, and playing Dig mm-hmm. Through Time... Flashing it back with a gear hulk, that is the frontier play, and I've got to call it. It's yeah. just one of the number one things. So it's like modern has the what snapcaster mage with bolts or something. Yeah, this is like our snapcaster bolt. I can see that. Yeah, and I feel like there's bonus points if you do um, what was kind of nicknamed at one point the gear hulk dance. So if you do something like mm-hmm. you gear hulk for a dig and you find a Colgon's command to bring back the gear hulk Ooh. or a Liliana. Um, mm-hmm. Or even doing something similar where you like bounce the Gear Hulk, replay it for more value. Yeah. I mean, I would say a, sec- a second uh, target for, for Torrential Gear Hulk would probably be the Coligan's Command. Yeah, that's a decent Two for one. one. Somebody you know, again in like a group. It hits a lot of Raskas. I feel like that's a popular one. Sometimes a counter. Yeah, yeah. But the best one is definitely the Dig Through Time. Are there any other huge value plays? Because, you know, that, that, I mean, it is a 5-6 in play, but for the most part, that's value at the end step, and then you untap and have all these cards in your hand. Can you think of anything that compares to that in value that's worth mentioning? 
You mean from like a control standpoint, or well, just yeah? In, I mean, or controller mid ranges, or anything like you know, you, you treasure crews and copy it, or something like that. Uh, any other dudes? Like, oh man, this is dumb value. I didn't really have any other value, but I had like powerful plays. Okay, no, that's fair. I was just thinking, like, I don't know, um, you know, Soulfire Grandmaster, and do that with something mm-hmm. like Dig Through Time or Treasure Cruise, or maybe Colgan's Command. Yeah, but that's harder to play. Like, it's just so easy oh, to for sure. yeah. play Torrential Gear Hulk. It's like set it and forget it. Mm-hmm. And they're both in blue, of course. Yeah. All right, what have you got? All right. Uh, well, you you can't really talk about Frontier without talking about Aetherworks Marvel, and mm-hmm. I think one of the best plays for that. I, I'm guessing turn four, maybe even turn three. Uh, uh, you <laughs> pr- probably turn four. Yeah, I don't think you so can really turn, turn four. three because you you sometimes play a turn two dork, but then you don't usually yeah. have six uh, energy by turn three. I don't yeah. think it's possible. So, so around turn four, you activate your Marvel at the end of the turn, and you either find an Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger, or an Emrakul, the Promised End. And you take over their turn the next turn, or you pretty much end the game because they don't have any permanents left. So, for me, Marvel, it doesn't feel that way. Like I'm, I know you're talking about this as it's, like, it's really impactful. This is kind of the turn three Karn of the format. And when I spin a Marvel... No matter which side it's on, I'm like, oh god, like this is gonna be something ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm always, I feel like no matter which side I'm on, I'm kind of hoping not for a Titan, just because like I feel bad when I Titan people, and I feel bad when I get mm-hmm. Titaned. So I'm just like, I don't want this deck to be around. I'm not happy uh, playing that play, but it is something that some people get the joy out of and uh, really want to be doing. Yeah, it's for for playing against it, like you said, it's like the number one feel bad play. Yeah, that's when someone plays true. that against you because it's not a but huge. The same... I feel like the most popular versions of the deck usually run three to four of those huge payoff cards, and then a lot of more mm-hmm. mid range playoff cards that they can actually hard cast, like value cards. Yeah, and whatnot, yeah. But even things like a five or six mana walker is a good deal without being something that they can't ever cast normally. So yeah, like, uh, for my next one, I kind of wanted to go on the opposite side of that because I wanted I specifically thought that one of the biggest plays and the most fun plays is hard casting one of the Titans, either Emrakul like in, in a, a ramp uh, deck in a yeah either like an Ulamog in a ramp deck or playing an Emrakul in a one of those Delirium decks. Like that feels like hey, I earned this and now I'm taking over the game. For me, that's so mm-hmm. much more fun, so much more impactful. But I, I'm more saying for fun, maybe not for uh, this is blowing open the format. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to love, like, in the early days of, of Frontier, I used to love playing the ramp decks, and they just got too slow. Mm. So if you do actually get it out and you win the game, um, then, yeah, that that's actually really nice to, to ramp up to one of those big guys and slam it. Or or, or maybe I could say, similar to that, uh, chaining your Sanctum of Ugins as you're casting Ooh, your Ulamogs or, or whatnot. and. And just like getting you know, every turn another Ulamog, another Ulamog, another Ulamog. <laughs> or when you drop like three Metalwork Colossus at the same time? Mm-hmm. I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one. Okay. <laughs> Somebody in the back seats, maybe? Big, big dumb plays. Yeah. Okay. Um, was it your turn or my turn next? Ooh, I got to give a partial shout out for Emmer calling someone with uh, Ugin's Nexus in play, just because that is a thing. Yeah, how does that work again? So that that's the card that if a player would take an extra turn, they skip that turn. So you Emrakul mm-hmm. them, you control their turn, 
you can tap all their permanents. You can completely, you know, mind slaver them, true mind slaver. And then you pass uh, and they start an extra turn. They skip it. It goes back to you. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea you could play that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, it's so, it's so janky. Oh, it's so janky. Yes. Yeah, but it's, it's delicious. Okay. Um, okay. I'll, let me go next. Uh, I think one of the most satisfying uh, plays in Frontier is... In a hardened scales deck, when you have like a hardened scales turn one, mm-hmm. and then a turn two constrictor, and then you play like a Nissa, and okay, maybe 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 not playing the Nissa and activating on turn three, but with both of those cards in play, and then minusing Nissa, Voice of Zendikar, and getting you know three counters on everything is just broken. I like that. I, I think that's a good answer because that's one of those decks that it feels very hit or miss. Like when that deck is curving out, it feels unstoppable. But mm-hmm. when you don't hit the turn one, or you like, oh, I have to cast this hardened scales turn two, and then maybe I play a snake and don't have any counter effects, and th- that's where that deck's really awkward. So getting that perfect curve out with a deck like that, and that's probably the biggest example of like the curve out deck. And I don't know if you you saw it. Yeah, I just posted something in the the, the Frontier Untapped channel. Um, so a lot of the newer cards people are playing. Hallelujah, or like the proliferate cards mm-hmm. in in the uh, hardened scales deck. So even if you're not really going off super hard early on, you're playing these proliferate cards, and you're just going crazy with your, your lands, or or you know like you know blinking cards or bouncing them. It's it's insane. Getting one of those planeswalkers big. Yeah. Hmm. So that's actually where yeah, I was re- going to go with for my next one is. I don't. I wouldn't say that it's the only format you do this, but ulting a planeswalker in Frontier mm-hmm. obviously is such a game impacting thing. You know, it happens in Standard, but there's a slightly broader range of planeswalkers in Frontier. You sometimes mm-hmm. get those slower games than in Modern, so it's kind of a nice sweet spot where something like a Liliana ult actually happens a reasonable amount yeah. of time. And there's some other really fun ones. You know, like Bulbas ult is actually pretty reasonable. I've seen that as a win con in a handful of games. Yeah, what other ones? I mean, I mean before maybe Ugin, but not not so much. So I think either that of the three really... mana Nissas I've seen win the game by ulting pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get Gideon, but I don't count that. Yeah, he's, he's easy. Yeah, he dies. Yeah. yeah and there's some yeah, that take over the game without being an actual game over. Like Soren is surprisingly easy to ult the uh, the old one from Cons of Tarkir. With the sacrifice yeah. each turn, hmm. it can be tough to get out from under that. Other... I can't think of too many other ones that I've actually had a chance. Of. I guess maybe Chandra Torch of Defiance. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That was one certainly will ult and win the game sometimes. Um, I feel like Opnixilis used to do it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're brewing some jank out there, like I am, now that we got Elder Spell, there's a few fun ones you can do. Uh, I Elder mm-hmm, Spelled mm-hmm. into a Tamio, the uh, the three color one. Mm-hmm. Which gives you like three cards and omniscience. Wow! Yeah, that's a fun thing. <laughs> See, I think that's going to set up a whole new, you know, area of broken interactions in the future. People just really haven't played a lot with like the new the new cards yet. Yeah, I think um like Tamio. Yeah. I've done the six mana Gideon or not Gideon uh a Johnny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I play a lot of Jank, so. <laughs> so you just went right. My turn yes, again. Yes. Okay, what what I think is probably one of the best uh, plays in Frontier uh, in a dredge deck 
you're playing a turn one Stitcher Supplier, mm-hmm. and you hit a Narc Amoeba, and then two Prize Amalgams in that opening three. That's pretty good. And then Necro Amoeba comes back along with the Prize Amalgams. So you get like eight power on turn two. Yeah, yeah. That that deck can be kind of nutty with its best draws. So I it's was actually inconsistent, more thinking but... I was what I actually had, you know, a dredge play on there and I was more of thinking when you just driven to despair them, so you get back maybe like a haunted dead and a couple prized amalgams end step of their mm-hmm. turn, and then you just untap and driven to despair. Like turn four, they discard their whole hand, you draw like five cards, and that's just mm-hmm. it's such an impactful thing and even like Super a lot of bats. cards that you think are hmm. made to beat dredge. Like people are like, oh yeah, I've got Kalidus. It'll be good against dredge. Doesn't do anything mm-hmm. if you discard your hand on your turn three. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so that was my choice. Yeah, turn, I kind yeah. of stole one in there too because I had had that uh, driven to despair on here. Okay, should I go again then? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I think in collected company, end of turn when you hit like double reflector mage. Ooh. And you, like, bounce their stuff, and they can't play anything for, like, two turns, basically. <laughs> That's a super feel-bad play. It's super strong. Like, Reflector Range is still pretty broken, I think, in the format. Especially against mid-range or slower decks. Yeah, if you're trying to depend on something like, again, a Kalidus or, a, like, Lyra to stabilize. That's when I'm mm-hmm. general, or, uh, That's really good. So I am going to take another one from usually the same kind of decks is um, mm-hmm. Glorybound Initiate plus Dromoka's Command. Glorybound Initiate is the 3-1? It's the 3-1 that when it attacks becomes a 4-4 lifelink. Mm-hmm. So you play that, you, while you're swinging, you Dromoka's Command, he's a 5-5, five, five, deals 5 to something, you gain 5, deals 5 to the opponent, you gain 5. That's hilarious. It's a thing, yeah, it's a thing that comes up, and when it happens, <laughs> it's just like, that That won the game, that is the one play that uh, can do that. And really, you're not mm-hmm. going to see that outside of Frontier, so it, it's... It's one of those frontier plays I've got to mention. You know, we don't have Sky on the show anymore, but he would always talk about humans. So, just bringing it up. Yeah, yeah, I, I forgot about that play, and yeah, I've had that happen to me many times. It's it's <laughs> not not fun. Like, what? You know, a twenty no. point life or a fifteen twenty point life swing. It's it's huge. Okay, back to me then. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, next deck I want to talk about is the elves deck, the green black elves, and mm-hmm. I think one of the best plays in there is getting like a, a double shaman of the pack off your collected company or even searching it up, uh, playing a bunch of tokens. Actually, playing a bunch of, of elves early on and like maybe turn three or turn four, you, you play your collected company, you get more elves, and then you court of calling into another shaman of the pack and you end up doing like 16 damage or like even 20 damage oh, yeah, you know, in like yeah. one turn and ending the game. Yeah, that's a good so one. So <laughs> I think that's pretty powerful. I don't have anything to else hurt so. to fire back with. So I'm going to move over to Atarka. So popular deck in the format. Uh, uh, it could would be easy to say just like, oh yeah, I Atarka command and everything gets huge. That's kind of an obvious play. What feels mm-hmm. so good in Atarka is when you attack and they have blockers and you've got mana mm-hmm. up. So there's so mm-hmm. many tricks in that deck. So you've got Soulscar Mage to think make things smaller mid-combat. You've got First Strike, usually on the Goblin Chain Whirler. You've got all these mm-hmm. prowess creatures that get bigger. Plus, of course, you're always holding that uh that amazing atarkas command to make all of your guys bigger so mm-hmm. it's always just this game of like do they know what you have do they know what to block is there four or five safe to block your one two because maybe it's not maybe you lightning strike it and now it's a two three and you kill it so <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, I, I like the whole Soul the Soul Scar Mage slash Chain Whirler uh, interaction there. Yeah. that alone I think is is kind of fun to play uh, in in your mono red deck. Usually it's all about beating down, but that is way more not not technical, but kind of controlling. It, kind of a it stops yeah, a lot of yeah, things yeah. that should be able to answer it. Yeah, I mean especially against like a hardened scales deck, someone plays that mm-hmm. and you're like ah. Okay. Um, is there anything else from Mono Red? I guess, you know, in the past, maybe uh, when you're playing, like, Stoke the Flames, mm. or uh, maybe if you're playing your uh, Smuggler's Copter and you have Goblin Rabble Masters in play and your Goblins have to attack and you just keep... You just uh, over-crew with them. For crew, 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 <laughs> until you're ready to just, to, like, go wild on them. Oh, see, that's a it's good feeling. Funny. That used to be a good feeling kind of at the beginning of the format, but that got taken over by an even better feeling when someone plays turn two Smuggler's Copter, turn two Rabble Master, and then you Colagon's Command and kill them both. Yeah, that that's That's, like, the biggest feel bad. <laughs> that, that makes you stop playing Golden Rabble Master forever. Yeah. Whew. Okay. What's next? So... Okay, I have another one I want to talk about. This isn't really super special, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I, I think it's still pretty powerful in the Frontier format. And Blue-Red and Soul Artifact is still really popular. So I would say uh, playing a Insul Artifact on Darksteel Citadel, Ooh. like may, maybe a turn two or something like that, or, or even like turn three and just making a 5-5 five, five indestructible. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty great. I could good. also see an argument for Darksteel Citadel on a Smuggler's Copter. It's pretty unique to Frontier, and that's just like it's one of those things you're like, oh man, that's a five-five flyer that loots when it attacks. Yeah, you 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 mean Insul Artifact? Though. Yeah. What did I say? You said Darksteel Citadel. Yes, that would make less sense. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So How's your land on your copter? I don't know. <laughs> well, first yeah. you have to make it into it. Okay, so I kind of have a twofer here. Is one side of it is when you have the perfect foil to a combo. So when it's something that like, oh, they've got unlimited cats, they're already going to be swinging out and ooh, I've got mm-hmm. that settle the wreckage or like they uh they go off with ascendancy and you've got like a fog or something that can completely stop mm-hmm. their their big go off turn. Mm-hmm. Um, for me that's a really good feeling. And then I feel like the other side of that is when you're the combo deck and it's like, oop, they've got, you know, they've got the spell queller for my uh my Sylvan Awakening, they're going to stop my combo, but you've got like a backup mm. Sylvan Awakening and you can do it still in the same turn. So like when you can beat the interaction as a combo deck, that's also a really big feel good. So like both sides of that for me. Yeah. Even like, uh, you know, sp- speaking of spell queller, like even in the spirits deck, if you're flashing rattle chains to, uh, flashing in rattle chains to give something hex proof and then sacrificing your mausoleum, hmm. Uh, you know, Spectre or whatever in response to them trying to, like, counter it and then playing, you know, like, your Spell Quellers. Yeah, like, those types of interactions are really fun. You like those gotchas. Yeah. Like, I don't think so. Not today. Okay. Um, yeah, what else? I have a couple more. Yeah, I've probably got two more I can talk about. Uh, you want to go next? Sure, so I've got another one, you know, slightly less popular deck, but casting a big rally of the ancestors. Yeah. I mean I was thinking of that too. It's a single card, it's a, it's a huge feeling and often it's like, oh, they start to look at your graveyard, they're like, Oh, there's one blood artist, there's two blood okay, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. And now that you have more, you have the uh 
Cruel Celebrants. Yeah. I haven't seen any new decks. Yeah, that's a deck that really yeah, needs I just to know be if it's uh, played with a little more. I was talking about it early in the season, and I think I forgot to finish brewing it. So maybe I'll do that after this uh, this episode, as I'll go and put that together. Mm-hmm. I'll see if we still want red for J-Dog. J-Dog? Judith. Um, yeah, so I was going four-color with red in the last time I was playing Rally. Well, playing with the... Uh, What's we're, we're looking for? Playing with the uh, Cruel Celebrants at two mana makes it a little bit easier, mm-hmm. I think, to bring everything back. You know, the, the, the fewer three mana cards you have, the better. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and what the, the, the thing that Cruel Celebrant or Judith really did for the deck is that a lot of times before when you were rallying, you're kind of rallying for value, and then the second one would be lethal, and that was just mm-hmm. too slow in Frontier. That was good in Standard, but in Frontier, that never really happens. Whereas when you're doing mm-hmm. it with a second one of those, it's a lot more likely that that first rally's a kill, even like turn five, turn six. Mm-hmm. All right, my next choice. Um, I kind of liked that Soul Flare deck. Yeah, no, it wasn't really big on. Oh, on, on tap, I loved but... it. <laughs> I played it. Yeah, the Soul Flare. So basically, you you throw away the uh, Zatalpa and you throw away. Oh, I'm trying to think what else is in the deck. Yo, um, Knight of Malice is what you play in that deck. Yeah, Knight of Malice as well. I, I, anything. I think there's a, a flyer with Lifelink Ooh, that yeah. you can throw away. There's the Hexproof Serpent from that has cycling. You just cycle him, That's get him into your graveyard. And then so you end up getting like a Soul Flare with Double Strike, Hexproof, Flying, Lifelink, Haste, and Trample. Yeah, play Samut as well. So I thought making just like, uh, I guess, was that a Voltron deck or whatever they call Sure, yeah. I mean, just you know, a Voltron. Like a, a couple, turn two, turn three Soul Flare, where it's just huge. Yeah, so it's it's just like, you know, those uh, Boggle-type decks. If you're not doing Boggling, you're just making a huge Soul Flare. Nice. That can't be targeted or killed. Okay, your choice. So, yeah, your turn. Ooh, I'm running low here. So, one that I have is, it's rare, but there's the very occasional turn three kill in Frontier. From, you know, a Tarka can sometimes do it. Usually, with a little help from, like sideboard cards. Uh, you know, I've seen. Uh, we I think we brought up before Carrie Zev's expertise. I think if you're doing mm-hmm. some stuff for like the Dreadhorde Arcanist, um, you'll occasionally get something like a turn three deck that can become immense rally, uh, become immense mm. and battle rage. You don't really see that much anymore. Yeah, but that also is like a really cool. Uh, card interaction i think um, there's Sad's versions of ascendancy that run dorks that can sometimes turn three kind of rarely mm-hmm. you know there's a couple decks yeah, out say- in the format that can can kind of do it and it's really really rare um like it's probably as rare as like a turn one in modern but mm-hmm. it, you know it happens every once in a while yeah definitely yeah you, you talked about just ascendancy i think that's also another kind of fun thing to do comboing out comboing out with Jeskai Ascendancy casting, you know, Sylvan's a, Sylvan Ascendancy with a, a Jeskai Ascendancy in play, and then you know, using one of your cantrips, untapping everything, you know, that's a creature and indestructible, and then getting plus one plus one, mm-hmm. and just going wild that turn. Yeah, there's certainly a lot that of combos I, I in the is... deck, and that's kind of what it's saying. Is it's it's fun if you're a big combo player. There's a ton to enjoy in Frontier. Like, I mean, I'm someone who enjoys taking thirty extra turns with Nexus to mill out my entire deck mm. and just win slowly whatever kind super of feel bad for way. the other player though <laughs> yeah that's that's not what i'm there for though i'm there to have some fun all right did you have any other things you want to add well, to this? Oh, you were talking 
So I was saying, you were talking earlier about the, uh, uh, like, breaking up combos mm-hmm. and things like that. I like Stubborn Denial. Ooh, okay. Is it Stubborn Denial? The one that... That's the one mana if one. you have... The one mana, and if you have a creature with power four mm-hmm. or greater, it's countered. Otherwise, it's just one. Yeah. So that's another good yeah, gotcha. I, I, yeah, I think that's a really good, like, tempo card, like, in the if people are playing Tamer, which they don't really play Tamer anymore, but... Mm-hmm. But I really like that card interaction in, in Frontier. Hmm. So, yeah, my last one, I think, is, again, one of those combo decks. The Sahili Rifle with our Guardian okay. combo. Yeah. I think that's something really powerful and broken that you can do in the format. Yeah, it doesn't Still kind of hard to interact with. Hmm. All right, well, so, if you know me well, you might know what my last one's talking about. It's talking about one of my favorite cards in Frontier, and there are some extremely powerful feeling things you can do with it. Of course, it is Claim to Fame. Ah, uh, yeah, So yeah, yeah. the one I always bring up is Claim to Fame and Abbot of Carol Keep. So you pay one mana, you get your Abbot of Carol Keep in play, he draws you a card effectively, and mm-hmm. if you want to flash it back, then he becomes a 5-2 haste, and if you got any other spells, then... You could prowess even bigger than that. But like mm. three mana for like a 5-2 haste that draws you a card is so broken. And there's mm-hmm, some other fun mm-hmm. stuff too, like, you know, Dreadhorde Arcanist, or you can grab, um, I don't know, Soulfire Grandmaster. You can do all kinds of fun things with that. So it, it's, it's you know, it's one of my niche cards, but I found it in a handful of different decks to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of other smaller... You know, less big plays that you can play as well, I think, in, in Frontier. But I think what we talked about today covers pretty much all of the the really satisfying, really strong interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only so one I let's ha- make a- maybe had to mention still was, uh, I don't know if it's like a single moment, but decking your opponent in a control mirror when you're like getting down to like 9, 10 cards each and you're just like, you're starting to do the math. You're starting to just like, what can I do to speed this clock up? Hmm, only you would enjoy that. I, I hate <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's all. Mirrors. Yeah, I never play blue. I will never play blue again. Oof, okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's do like a top five. We talked about all these different types of uh, things you can do in Frontier. What would you have in your top five? Ooh, so... Like, what, what are the most satisfying plays or what are I the best like plays in Frontier? The gotchas with combos, like on either side of it, that, that's huge for me. Dig Hulk, so of like course. Guy? Um, oh, I kind of said that. Dig Hulk's probably my number one. Just because it's it's so great. Which one you said? Uh, Dig and Gearhulk. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely in the top five. Hard casting a Titans up there for me. I said it early, but that's another one that's uh, really big for me. I think the the Dredge play I think is is pretty strong. Yeah, pretty any broken. Kind of, it's probably any in my of those top exploding five. hands with Dredge where you just you know dump everything out of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, what else? I would say in, like, elves. Like, just the whole elves going super wide. Hmm. And even if you're not hitting, like, the shaman, but you're hitting, like, the clan caller or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the one that gives plus one, plus one to everybody, that's pretty nasty as well. So I think that'd probably be in my top five. Okay. So I think I have two more. Anything else you would put in there? No, I think that's about what I wanted to say. Okay. All right, so that's all this I've last got to say part, about I thought... That. <laughs> for this last part, I thought we could kind of use this to, you know talk about really cool plays that we have done in the past you know like what sticks out in your mind since you know you started playing frontier you know you just did something so broken and you know 
it, you just laughed, you know, and really enjoyed, you know, doing or playing that. So, like, for example, um, I used to always play Marty Tokens, mm-hmm. and I, I had Secure the Waste in there, and uh, many a time I would play a Secure the Waste at the end of the turn, maybe for, like, five or six, and then the next turn I would play something like uh, a Thraidman Inspector, Goblin Bushwhacker, Goblin Bushwhacker. Oh, yeah. And then, like, win the game. So, like, those are the type of plays that I really enjoyed. Uh, I really enjoyed doing when I was first, you know, starting out playing mm-hmm. Frontier. So how about you? What were, what were some of your good stories? You know, it's, it's it's a tough question. You know, we could talk for forever about a bunch of fun things, or we can not say very much interesting to anyone. So I'm trying to think if I know any great ones off the top of my head. Oh, like I've thought of some recent stuff with like Vivian, you know, I've thought of mm-hmm. big things with hour of promise, you know, some of those big X cards casting for a stupid mm-hmm. amount. Oh, those are the finale of promise. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Nothing that really sticks out Nothing in your mind. Is something yeah. That... I mean, they're kind of more like lame Johnny things that I've done. Like I, I can think of making bad cards. Good, but I don't know if that's the, how about things that have happened to you then? What's like your the worst feel bad moments that you've ever experienced in Frontier? I mean, it's it's probably the usual, just like not drawing lands, drawing too many lands. Do you have any? Uh... Okay, well, that's <laughs> not really that's your deck beating your, yourself. That's not someone else's deck beating you. Well, I never lose because of somebody else's deck. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, like uh, in like I said, when I play tokens or whatnot, uh, people using that. Kozilek's return to wipe my board. Really oof moment. And uh, what else have I played before? Uh, I've been playing a lot of the, uh, what is it called? Scape Shift recently. Hmm. And, uh, you know, just having people like destroy my hands with thought erasures three turns in a row. That has been pretty painful for me. Ouch. Ooh, um, you got me thinking of more recent ones. I just thought about, uh, Bring Delight for uh, the five-color Niv-Mizzet. Mm. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'll tell you about that sometime. Yeah, definitely a lot of uh, new uh, combinations. I think that uh, the the new set, the War of the Spark, everyone's talked about how it's it's like been a brewer's paradise. You know, there's just like all yeah. these new. Yeah, I like the direction they've been going lately. I think they made some good choices. They've been doing a good yeah. job at balancing power at more than just rare. Yeah, it opens up a whole whole slew of, of new ideas, and I think in the maybe not this this season, but like in the next season, we'll, we'll see a lot. Okay, we'll see a lot more. So, so this was a pretty short episode. I think that we'll probably be on. Maybe we'll do another one next week, so we guys we're not uh, too sparse for you guys. Uh, we've been trying to look for a guest to come on and hopefully talk about what's been going on in the format. You know, you and I were just talking a little bit earlier about what's going on at Haruya because there's been some interesting decks there mm-hmm. and a lot online. You know, it's been a pretty wide open field lately. I don't think that we we'd kind of had it narrowed down to a handful of decks and feel like it's really blown open so i'm seeing a lot of good stuff and i'm looking forward to seeing what other people do so hopefully we'll talk about that next week um for now are we on are we on round what four or five in untap or not five but like four now maybe yeah i think four is correct yeah we're just starting yeah, four. So we'll have a good look at the metagame next time then yeah so if you want to talk about the metagame reach out to us before next week uh we are at mdg frontier on instagram on twitter you can reach out to us on our discord find us on reddit 
bother me in the street, whatever you need to do, find some way to tell us because uh, we love talking about Frontier anywhere and everywhere we go. Yeah, and for me, of course, uh, you can find me on my blog at www.thejapanobvious.com. You can find me on nice. Twitter at Yoshwenki. I also have a Facebook group that, that I, I take part in. I have the, I want to say it's uh, Final for Frontier Fanatics There's is the one of them. And then like like, Final Front- yeah, the Frontier Fanatics and, like the, yeah, and the Magic Final Magic Frontier, Frontier maybe. format, maybe. Yeah, yeah, something those like that. Those are good places to bother us. Uh, we, should, we should shout out yeah. to those more. Yeah, so I've seen a lot of lot of chatter on that recently. So definitely a good place to to communicate with me. All right, all right, sounds good uh, for everyone out there. We look forward to being your go to source for frontier information online. Your final frontier signing off. <laughs>